0: Group 11. Creativity and imagination are terms which have been redefined by many theorists in this last century. Many of us initially believed the terms creativity and imagination were only associated with the arts. There are many different definitions of creativity from educational theorists such as Craft, 2005, who describes creativity as a cross-curricular thinking skill. Robertson, 2001, describes creativity as an imaginative process with outcomes that are original and of value. Wu Gotts and Im, 2007, describes creativity as being centred around finding or making connections. When addressing where creativity is present, how creativity can be taught and how creativity is learned, the above definitions of creativity are all appropriate. The 21st century is an era which is rapidly progressive progressing and changing and as educators we need to take the time to foster children's creativity and imagination. Creativity is an important aspect of everyday life, whether it be in schools, at work or in the community. The imagination mindset helps us think in new ways which produce creative ideas and solutions and ultimately leads us to innovation. Creativity and imagination can be applied to the wider community in areas such as creatively problem solving everyday problems where they relate to science whether they relate to science or our personal day-to-day duties or activities. It is important for us as future teachers to identify with the creativeness or talents of students even though they may not directly relate to subject areas being taught at the time. Education has changed over time. Its primary focus was to produce academic professors. It was set for students to get into a university degree. It is no longer appropriate to offer a limited curriculum that drives students to university. Robertson, 2009, reiterates that there is no one-size-fits-all approach. Students who misbehave are now quickly diagnosed with disorders that never used to exist in the past. It is often questioned whether medical diagnosis is necessary. Ken Robinson, 2006, shared his story about the girl who was a problematic student. She was a disinterested, unmotivated student. Many of us have witnessed similar situations. It is important to look beyond a diagnosis for a child and find out why the child is not doing well or cooperating. In finding out children's interests, knowing what they will like will help them in other areas of the curriculum. In the past, many people have believed that creativity cannot be taught. Robinson, 2009, suggests that creativity is not a special talent confined to special people, and it can be taught. There are various methods and strategies in which creative teaching can take place. John Cleesey has made it very clear that we need to create a tortuous enclosure by creating boundaries of space and boundaries of time. In order to do this, it is essential that time is allocated within the daily timetable for children to create an oasis from an ordinary time in which their minds can play without interruption. Throughout the day, children are continuously interrupted, whether it be for controlling behaviour, regrouping or further instructions. By enabling children to be in the right mode without losing their flow of thought will be enabling creativity. Craft 2005 also explores creativity as a framework to promote creativity in the classroom. Here is five key areas which include questioning and challenging, making connections, envisaging what might be, exploring ideas, keeping options open and reflecting critically on ideas, actions and outcomes. By linking lessons to children's areas of interest, their imagination may be expanded and as a result allows children to further discover and explore themselves. Creative learning is driven by both creative teaching and teaching creativity. Kraft 2005 shares a similar view as Robertson 2009 as he defined creativity as new ideas and originality. When we learn something new, we are making new connections between ideas and making sense of them for ourselves. We are constructing knowledge, and in a sense, we are being creative. It is important that as educators, we encourage each student and every student to be creative and imaginative, whilst keeping in mind that a child's ideas on being creative and imaginative are not necessarily what another child thinks. Children have different interests and skill areas, whether it be sport, art, science and reading. Therefore, we must allow for creativity and imaginative development across all subject areas. There are various reasons which implicate the teaching and learning process of creativity and imagination. Robinson, 2006, suggests that children, business and industry are fearful of being wrong or making mistakes as we stigmatise mistakes. It is a common knowledge that most people do not like the feeling of being wrong. If you're not prepared to be wrong, you'll never come up with something original. There are many prime examples, such as Michael Faraday or Paul McCartney, that demonstrate how successful you can be by taking a risk of being wrong or rejected. The fear of being incorrect not only hinders the importance of expressing an idea or notion, but discourages discourages the individual from expressing future thoughts that may be creative or outside the square in which we live. In a classroom environment, the idea of being wrong should not be encouraged. encouraged. Children should not fear that they might make a mistake, as at a young age their minds are full of creativity and imagination. As educators, we need to foster this to ensure they do not lose it as they get older. Although current classroom assessment involves standardisation and constant comparing and ranking of individuals, Teachers need to be mindful of different and non-graded attributes, skills and passions children have. Although there there may be some constraints in the way, teachers need to find out their students' talents and passions in order to build upon their creativity and imagination. In life, people have found their way, others have paved their way, organisations have led the way and institutions have gone the wrong way. Schools do not want to be going the wrong way, nor do we as educators want to only pave the way. We need to use resources and strategies suggested by theorists to reach out and to go beyond the spite of the basic culture and mindset of public education. This will assist in nurturing and developing children's creativity and imagination and ensure that all of our students find their own way.